Welcome to Doing CX Right, a podcast where we discuss how to differentiate brands by doing customer experience right. I'm your host, Stacey Sherman, an author, award-winning keynote speaker, and mentor passionate to help you humanize business and improve experiences to achieve real results. Today is a special day as I'm celebrating my 100th podcast episode. I've interviewed some of the best leaders and inspirational business executives on the planet. I love every single one. And I sincerely mean it when I say thank you to all of those who said yes to me to be on my show and for my listeners who continue to follow me week after week. As for this 100th episode, it is unique and like no other Doing CX Right episode previously. Rather than keep you guessing, I'll get right to it by bringing on my special guest who was my debut episode and now my 100th, the one and only Shep Hyken. Let's get started. Hello, Shep Hyken. Welcome to the Doing CX Right Show. All right. Well, first of all, I think we did this introduction the wrong way. And, and, and I'm excited to be on this show, but today it's not your show. It's my show, Doing CX <laughs> Right, where Shep Hyken gets to interview the famous, the amazing Stacey Sherman about everything she's been doing. This is your 100th episode. And I know we talked about this, but we're flipping it around. Instead of you interviewing me, and by the way, if you want, go back to the very first episode and listen to all the answers to the amazing questions I gave, you know, what is customer service to me? How did I get started? Blah, blah, blah. Great (laughs) questions. But this is all about you. 100 episodes. Congratulations, Stacey. Thank you so much. And you inspired me to get here. I just want that to be known. Well, did, did I scare you or inspire you? I just inspired, kidding. absolutely inspired me for sure. Well, let's start off with the a fun question and get rolling here. And uh, I've made some notes here, so uh, I may actually put on my glasses to try to read read this writing here. But you asked me a question on the first episode, like, "What's a fun fact about me mm-hmm. that most people don't know?" I love the answer I gave you. It's one of my favorite answers. To give because a lot of people don't know that one little fun fact about me. So if you want to find out what it is, go back to the first episode. But I want to know a fun fact about you that most people don't know about. Yes. So I would say that the word is backgammon. I traveled as a kid playing in backgammon tournaments in Europe. And I was the youngest player in the room. And I am a champion backgammon player. Uh, My board has a lot of dust now because I haven't played much. I can't find people to play with. But it's a fun fact that people don't know that I was a a traveling champion uh, backgammon player. You were a hustler is what you were. (laughs) It sounds like, (laughs) did you con these people out of money? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. You know, I was really good back in the day and I came from a family of games players. They were playing blackjack in Las Vegas and they were options traders on the floor. And I mean, it just was in my blood to play games, but they're the mathematicians. I'm more the word person. You know, I remember years and years ago, I used to play backgammon back when I was like uh, a teenager, maybe in my early 20s, the health club that I went to. Uh, the old guys played gin rummy. The young guys all played backgammon. Okay. And I met this gentleman 
who was considered a true world champion backgammon player. And what amazed me is I thought I was pretty good. I could never beat him in a game. And I didn't realize it was like a, a whole nother level of, of strategy and understanding how to move. And it's like chess. You know, you can know the moves, but to be able to really play the game. So anyway, congratulations on that. Fun fact, something we didn't know. All right, 100 episodes. What inspired you in the very beginning to decide, I want to do a podcast? Mm. So I had been a guest on 50 plus shows and I thank you, you had me twice. So I feel very privileged. And so being a guest, I thought, you know what? I always am the guest of the party. Let me be the host of the party. And so I said, let me let me give this a try. I don't know if anyone will ever listen, but let me have some fun. And boy, did I have fun starting with you. So thank you a billion times. Thank you. So I, I know, um, is there, well, my thank for, you're very, very welcome. So uh, I, I appreciate it. You don't need to thank me, but uh, what's your reason for doing the podcast? Well, at first, I wasn't really sure other than wanting and loving to connect with people. And as I was doing it, and I had started with a blog, and from that, again, started, didn't know if anyone would ever read it. They read it. They kept coming back. They kept asking for more. And so that's when I started the podcast path. And it just kept me going while I was working in corporate for 25 plus straight years without a break until this year is my break. And so it was like outside my work world day, I would enjoy at night and weekends doing this, talking to people, connecting and sharing because I knew I don't know everything. So that's what kept me going. Yeah, I can tell you, everybody uh, who does podcasts, they have their reasons. Many of them are for the exposure that we get to mm. people that might hire us. And I think you and I are kind of in the same um, kind of an alignment with the number one reason that I do this podcast, not this, pod, this is mm -hmm. your podcast, but my own podcast that you've been on twice is I get to hang out for 20, 25 minutes asking questions and learning from some pretty crazy, amazing people. And I just love that. And I am smarter because of every week that I do one of these shows. And I think you feel the same way, it sounds like. Absolutely. I'm smarter. And here's the other thing I believe from the podcast. And that is by giving our time and spreading the education happens to be about customer experience and leadership and such. But we become such an influencer, but in a authentic way. And you can't buy that. <laughs> I think people get to know your personality, you know, no doubt about it. And I think that's that's it. And and here's the other cool thing about what you do. Um, I do the same thing and I admire somebody that stays in their lane. Uh, you've mm -hmm. stayed in the lane of what you're good at. You're all into CX. You're not talking to people about sales or HR. Maybe Maybe some ancillary topics come up as a result of that. But you're primarily, if you're going from, you know... Uh, you live in New Jersey, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, if you're going, I don't know what the highway is between New Jersey and New York, okay? But if you're on that highway, you're not pulling off and going on side streets. <laughs> you know, you're, you're nonstop on the highway. And I think that's important because people get to know 
who you are and what you're about. You know, the first year mm -hmm. I did my podcast, it was a general business show. I don't know if you know this or not, but CBS actually hired me to be part of their launch of their podcast. And so I had an incredibly huge audience working with CBS. And at the end of the year, I realized they're asking me like around tax season to talk to accountants about, you know, like how can we save money in taxes around the Super Bowl? Talk to somebody in security about how we make the fans safe. Well, that had nothing to do with customer service and experience. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I even interviewed a, a really cool musician who was very, very famous. But be that as it may, at the end of the year, I said to the folks at CBS, I just want to stay in my lane. And you know what they said to me? Good luck. See you later. <laughs> if you don't want to do the general <laughs> show, we don't have... And, and my audience went from, you know, I don't know, tens of thousands of listeners to maybe 800 to 1,000 uh, a week. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and guess what? Looking back, best move I made. It's not the size of the audience that counts. It's the quality of that audience. I think you're experiencing the same thing. Am I right? Absolutely. And I need people to hear that. <laughs> Play this again, because there is some, there's such quality and value to a niche and even when advertisers are looking at shows to sponsor and partner with, you know, if you want Joe Rogan, you know, go go there. But like, if you're looking for reaching those people, those business decisions who care about what you do, then the niche shows are so incredible. There's so much value. And I think that there's a perception. In fact, there's a movie I loved. I don't know if you saw on HBO called Fake Famous. It's so yeah, good. What, what was that the social media where all they showed all these people like glamming it up and trying to create these fake backgrounds to make themselves look like they're major yes. influencers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I keep preaching, don't be fake famous. It's not worth it. It's not gratifying. It's not fake anything doesn't work for the long yeah. haul. Yeah, that's uh, so true. So true. So, so you have talked to, aside from myself, 99 other, or if this is the 100th episode, then it would be 98 <laughs> other experts. Do you feel that you not only learn, but do they help shape your opinion? Do they help change your opinion? Do they change your perceptions? Uh, give me some background on how you feel after having a great episode. Oh, that's a great question. So I'm going to call out one guy who, in particular, of all my shows, had a fun debate with me. Really fun. And that was Colin Shaw. I know Colin over in England. Yep. Uh-huh. And we had such a fun debate about, is CX the new marketing? Is marketing CX? And we just went head to head in such a fun way. We did it on his show and we did it on my show. And it was just a great debate. And I think some of the shows that there is the friendly debate stand out a lot. So I just want to know, is it the new marketing? It's really not new anymore. Is it marketing? I remember years ago, I wrote the article, CX is the new marketing. But do you feel it is marketing or not marketing? You'll have to what listen to position? that show. You'll have to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say me a that? Bit. What did you say that to somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted you to teach. So, yeah. but we, uh, we don't tell me why you think it is, but okay. tell me what the position is. And okay. then understand the why, listen yeah. to the show. Yes. My position is that CX is the new marketing. Mm. And 
marketing is clearly a component early on in that customer journey of awareness and interest. But I think that it's a mistake for CX to report into marketing. I think that in general, I think there has to be really close synergy. Forget about the org charts. That's not as important as they have to collaborate. They have to work closer together than they do in many organizations. Yeah. I mean, the best way to look at it is CX belongs in the same room with marketing and perhaps run by one person who sees both sides. Just as somebody that might run sales has to recognize there's direct sales, there's digital sales through a, a website. It all falls under the umbrella of sales. So I believe you're right. I'm going to agree with you here. CX is marketing. And not only that, you know, marketing is about awareness. But if we create the right experience, like Bonnie Raitt wrote a song uh, that I use as my walk-on music. Let's give them something to talk about. Yeah. Walk-on music when I do the speech. Because that's what we're really trying to do is create the experience that our customers talk about in a positive way, by the way, because we can create an experience they talk about that's not so positive. But yes. I'm assuming it's positive. That makes other people want the same. It also makes your existing customer want more of the same. It's all marketing. All right. So uh, let's jump back into your whole podcasting experience. And for the people that... yeah, I, By the way, true story. About three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I'm at a conference. Uh, as a matter of fact, you and I went to CCW which is uh, Contact Center Week or Customer Center Week, which is the largest uh, trade show conference in the Contact Center world. Just before I went there, I'm at this event and I meet this really nice uh, couple. And the woman, the, the wife of this guy who was there at the conference, we're talking and I always like to find out, oh, are you enjoying the conference? You don't even do what we do here. And she says, yes, I'm meeting great people. And she goes, you have a podcast, yeah. And... Uh, how do you do that? I've always thought that I'd like to do a podcast. She's a resilience expert is the best way to describe it. She teaches people how to overcome adversity and, and be resilient to tough things in their life. I said, that is a great topic. So you're doing this podcast. What have you learned about podcasting? Uh, for, for those that are thinking, I'd like to do a podcast. Tell us your experience. Oh, I love this question because I have such an emotional answer to this. Like what did is, you want to know when you started that you now know, you know, kind of a question. Yes. Well, the emotional trigger that I feel as you ask this is this microphone. Starting with that, I was like, what microphone should I start with? I was so worried about the technology that it stopped me not only from starting the podcast sooner, but also, I had this microphone and some other things that sat in a box for weeks and weeks. I couldn't even take it out of the box because I was scared. So step one is take it out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> step one. And really believe in yourself. Bet on yourself. And recognize what's the worst that happens not, there's not a big catastrophe here. Yeah, yeah. it's not like this is going to ruin your life. If if only three people listen to your podcast and it's not a good podcast, those yeah. three people, they're probably your parents and your brother, your sister, your kid, whatever. But so don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, but, but no, I, I like that. So it's like Nike, just do it. And it, uh, no excuses. 
uh, first, you know, oh, I need the right technology. Do you know how many times people use excuses like that to procrastinate the beginning of anything? Oh, if I only had my new website, I'm working on that. Well, you know, it's like, gosh, I'd love to lose weight. I forgot to go to the gym today. Oh, that's three years now I've been forgetting to go to the gym. You know, <laughs> just stop using excuses and just do it for crying out loud. Uh, take it out of the box. Yeah, take it out of the box. What a great metaphor. You should write an article about that. And if you don't, I just might do it myself. <laughs> so, I, I'm um, going to do it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote our conversation. Okay, great. So 100 episodes, which is just about two years. Let's look at the next two years. What do you think you're going to do for the next 100 episodes? Is there going to be a change? You're just going to keep going? What, what's, what, do we, what should we plan on Stacy doing over mm-hmm. the next uh, year or two? So I don't have all the answers. I'm on a journey. However, I do know one thing for sure. The first 100, I did a lot of learning. I made mistakes and I learned from them. And they were all teachable moments. And there were a lot of storytelling. The next 100 are going to go deeper, not wider. They're going to go deeper into literally how, this is doing CX right. How do you do CX right at a deeper level? So that's where I want to go instead of wide, go really into the detail. So the lane, the the, the four lane highway is turning into a a two lane road and you're going to stay on that road for a while. I like that. And I think people are going to benefit from you sticking to that niche because here's why. I believe that if people are interested in what you talk about and you stay in that lane, they're going to stay with you until you stop talking about it. So Mm. if you veer off, be careful. So... It's okay wanna... to stop at the gas station and get a little refill on the way. <laughs> Just don't, don't like say, oh, that's a cute little town over there. It's only 15 miles out of the way. Let's go over there. No, it's yeah. bad news. Can't do it. Yes. Well, so it just had a light bulb go off again and it has to do with boxes. I, for all these years, have lived in a box. I've lived in a corporate box. Mm. I've had my lane and you are not to cross it when you're in the corporate world. And so now 2023, here I am uh, making a big shift and I'm out of corporate now. And who knows if that's going to be forever or not. But today, right now and this year, I'm out of the corporate box. And so that's what limited me when I did my show because I had to really respect there's a fine line when you're working for a brand. But now Stacey Sherman brand is out of the box. <laughs> the microphone's out of the box. So hear me roar. There you go. And the beautiful thing, I, I hear what you're saying. You're going to stay in the lane of customer experience. But mm-hmm. by being out yes. of the box, you get to be as a solo entrepreneur, maybe with some support, but mm-hmm. primarily a solo entrepreneur, you get to, to do everything in your company. You are now the finance department, the marketing <laughs> yes. department, the sales department, the podcasting uh, content development department, whatever it is. Every single function in any business is now falling on your shoulders as an individual. And uh, good luck. At some point in time, you're going to realize you need a little more support so that you can free yourself up yes. to keep doing the great things that you're doing. And that's because... You're going to be so busy and successful that you're going to need that help. Mm. That's my dream for you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And 
And I want to just say one other thing, credit to my mom. And my mom was my 50th show. Oh, wow. And she said to me, she taught me a lot of things, but she said to me, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. Mm. And I learned that even in podcasting because after you and the next t- first 10 I had on the show and there they're forward, I used to say to myself, I wonder if they're going to say yes to me. I'm going to invite them to my show. Well, I don't know if they're going to agree. And I said, my mom would say, if you don't ask, you don't get. And so when I got people, even Daniel Pink, who's quite a, yeah, a reputable Daniel author. The, the dude, yeah, he's the man. He, so when he said yes, and there's so many others, Bob Berg and Bill Price and all these wonderful, wonderful people when they started to say yes to me, I was like, I'm on a roll here. Like, I do have something going on. And so I tell people, if you don't ask, the answer's no. And kudos to my mom, Eileen Brenner. <laughs> well, your mom was right. Uh, you don't ask, you don't get. But the answer will always be no because you never gave somebody a chance to say yes. By the way, expect you're going to get no's and deal with it. It's just going to happen. Mm. People are going to say no. They don't have the time. They don't know who you are. Maybe it's not something that is of interest. It's okay. All right, we're running out of time. There is a question that you ask everybody, and I'm going to ask you. And uh, I've written it down here, and that is, uh, what advice uh, would you give your younger 20-year-old self uh, if you could go back in time? I'm glad you didn't ask me that question today because I don't know what answer (laughs) I'd give you. I'm asking you. Yeah, well, I I feel confident to say to take more chances, to take more risks. It I was probably the youngest person you'll ever meet who crossed the street by themselves. (laughs) Or I should say I was the oldest person, not the the youngest. I was the oldest person to cross the street by myself. I needed to have both hands on that railing to go forward. And it took me many, many, many years to let go of the railing and to get comfortable and take chances. And so now this second half of my life, second season, I'm going on a ton more roller coasters. I am saying yes to things I would never have said yes to before. So that's what I would tell myself is just take more chances and it's okay to fall. Like just get back up. And you learn. And by the way, every time you fall, it's a great learning experience. And when something doesn't work, you've always got to ask the question, why didn't it work? And what's the worst thing that happened as a result of it not working? And if it did work, what's the best thing? Should I try to do it a, another way, a different way? So I applaud you for being a little bit vulnerable. And I think that's part of crossing the street by yourself is opening yourself up to vulnerability, <laughs> You know, willing to take a little risk. And it's, it's all, love it. All right, Stacy. I would say uh, thanks for being on my show, but uh, <laughs> thanks for being on your own show. You did a great job. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn, now I'm going to turn it back to you to close us out as you would any of your other podcasts yes. and, and cue it up for next week when you have your 101st episode. Yes, so thank you, Shep, 
for being with me today. Thank you for saying yes to my first show. Thank you for even getting me to my first show with the confidence you've given me. And there's a reason that you are loved so worldwide. There's a reason for it and it's for your generosity and time and love just like this. Well, thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. And on everyone will find Shep's information on in the show notes. So uh, I will uh, share more of you and thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you will apply the lesson shared and also requesting if you would leave a review on Apple, it would mean a lot. Head over to doingcxright.com to learn more ways to connect with me and improve your CX. Until next time, I'm Stacy Sherman, Doing CX Right.